Pele has 12. Ronaldo, uh, Brazil, the Brazilian, has 15. Mm. It's crazy. So at, at the at the rate that uh, Mbappé is going now, it seems like he's going to be... Well, I hope he figure. doesn't get it. I don't like Mbappé. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, you know what would be a good game? France and Argentina. That would be a really good game because uh, Mbappé is a Ronaldo fanboy. So he grew up really not liking Messi. <laughs> I don't understand how people don't like Messi. They like Real Madrid. Oh, you know what I like? What? Welcome y bienvenidos to the Off the Altar podcast. <laughs> I saw that coming. Oh, wow. He I'm with, so surprised. <laughs> he with Pastor Gio. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all doing? I'm here with my good friend, Juan Mauricio Calderon Rojas, the 35th. No, 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 48th. 48th? Yesterday. Yesterday, yes. It was my birthday yesterday, 48th. Oh, okay. I, I thought <laughs> someone else was born yesterday. <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is the... um. You sound Fif like a like FIFA a, World Cup edition of our podcast. So we have to say like uh, you sound uh, like a soccer announcer. Yes, actually, no. You've done that every podcast, and <laughs> I'm just now realizing it's like a soccer. Yes, but this is uh, the the actual FIFA World Cup edition 2022. So all my American friends, congratulations! Oh, you've yes. made it out of the group stage. Yeah, uh, our team. You know the people, the team of the people that lives in the country. We are happy. We were able. That barely win over the Republic of Iran, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it was a good game. I think uh, USA should have scored more. Definitely. They had the chances, but uh, I don't know what's going on with this uh, young group of guys that are not kicking straight to the to the goal. So, um, but I'm happy because uh, because they win. Yeah, they win. Definitely. They're gonna face uh, harder uh, opponents in the next leg of the of the World Cup, and they need they need to get better. Yeah, and you know, to uh, my fellow Mexicans that are listening to this, this is probably getting uploaded in the day that's gonna decide whether Mexico moves on or not. So, um, don't do not prophesy. I'm not gonna prophesy. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the side of that. I think, you know, Mexico's going home. It's my opinion. Pero we'll see what happens. All right. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen because, uh, you know, uh, they've been struggling. They've been struggling bad. And uh, I know a lot of people is blaming uh, the coach. Uh, well, I, I just read um, he's after the World Cup, he's done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, I believe that soccer is a is a team sport, and uh, you know, they might say it's all the fault of the coach. I believe that he he has a lot a lot to do with it, but it's not only him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Welcome to our sports commentary podcast from a Christian perspective, <laughs> and uh. uh you know, I hope people is evangelizing <laughs> Qatar right now. <laughs> oh man! And what about you, Joshua? How are you? 
Ooh, Joshua Calderon. I'm good. Argentina's winning. They beat Mexico. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joshua's uh, getting older. So in two more weeks, Joshua will be 48. An, an actual adult. <laughs> I'll so, be 48. So He's he, already 18, isn't he? Yeah, but it, it, he'll be officially adulting at 21. No, I'll be 18. So... You know, uh, so uh, I'm I'm celebrating in advance because uh, uh, I have the chance to kick him out of the house <laughs> that day. You could do that from <laughs> 18 years old, actually. Yeah, but you know, uh, send him to the army. <laughs> Put a gun in his hand. No, never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> no, he's too risky. <laughs> no, but uh, Joshua uh, and um. Uh, another of our friends from the podcast and one of my kids on Thursday is, is, is uh, adulting as well. He's turning. <laughs> oh, 6,032. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think he ever listens to the podcast, but if he, if he does, he will, he, he will listen to this. Okay. Well, well, here's the thing. No one say anything to him. And if he, you know, say who it is. Go ahead and. Uh, I, I'm talking about my son, people. Yeah. Okay. So no one say anything to him, and if he says something to me, then that means he actually heard the episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we haven't we haven't been doing uh, the podcast for uh, four weeks in a row because we've been super busy with uh, church, with ministry stuff, and and you know it's a it's a weird season. End of the year is when we get busy doing. Uh, a lot of a lot of work. We are very very focused on on uh, how can we uh, reach in our community and and serving with other churches. I've been having meetings with other pastors. I uh, have to be preaching at a, a school uh, for FCA tomorrow, and so there's a lot going on. Uh, we'll be uh, having a special service here in town with City Church and. Uh, on the 11th and we will be giving the uh, gifts for the uh, kids uh, with needs in in our in our city so there there is a lot going on with since october up up until now we've been busy serving and and you know that takes a lot of a lot of us and and because we've been busy we haven't been able to take uh, this time and Even when we love to do this, it gets hard from time to time when you're busy serving the Lord. You also sent your oldest son out of the country, didn't you? Yes, my my oldest son. Uh, thank God he was able to uh, go to South America, and uh, he was not going on a on a missionary trip. Okay, he was he went and served over there. You know, uh, served himself a plate of asado <laughs> in two churches but he went he went to see his grandparents he went to two different countries in south america and he had the chance to eat 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 and eat more food but did huh. he eat yes it did oh okay. because you know uh I, i'm pretty sure that people understand this because people here in on the states are on Uh, people in the south is like that too you know they, they try to please you through the stomach you know they love you uh, cooking for you well it's the same thing in south america and and he was able to to eat 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 and eat food <laughs> so <laughs> well you were there in february march right yes 
Yeah. No, wait. It was May? In May. I think it was May. April. And it was April and May that went near. Yeah. I remember now. All right. You were there at the beginning of the year, the first part of the year. And you were, and you didn't go to Chile. You went to Argentina, though. Yeah. And uh, you, uh, you went because of of the family. You you were able to go to my in-laws, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they uh, they fed you, and you ate, 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 and ate food over there. <laughs> I got less because I wasn't there as long as people was. Yeah, by the time you were there, every time I called you, you were eating something. Yeah. So, <laughs> but hey, and people brought you back. It th- he brought you back some um, something some, special, right? Some good stuff from South America, because yeah. you know I miss uh, my uh, original flavors. You know the candies and stuff, mm-hmm. and he brought a whole store for me because I've never seen that much candy in my life. So, <laughs> okay, so Joshua. What do you think about those marshmallows that your dad loves? Um, they're okay. I've never had them. My dad always finishes them before I get to even see the bag. I have, I have them, and I'll eat them. But honestly, I don't like the taste. Those are the best I marshmallow. Need... Those are the cheapest, most common uh, marshmallows in the world. I don't. I think they're. They might be even poisonous, but <laughs> I need my delicious processed fake sugar U.S. made marshmallows. No, I'm, well, these are not those, no, but I love not. them. You know, they remind me of a better time <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> when I didn't have worries, when I didn't have any burdens, when I wasn't a pastor in a church. So, you know, every time I eat those, <laughs> those clumps of sugar, <laughs> Is it uh, it, it remind remind me when I was a kid? Those clumps of medicine. <laughs> clumps of medicine, man. Because that, that's what like. I say they taste like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but well, all right. You don't know. You don't have a, a, a an elevated uh, uh, taste as mine. Hello, <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to our food podcast with Christian commentary. <laughs> hey. Hey, we haven't been able to do this in a month, so we yeah. have a lot of talk. <laughs> All right, well, let's just get into it then. Um, Dad, can you pray us in? Yes. And pray that Argentina wins the World Cup. <laughs> okay, uh, Father God, we thank you. We love you, and uh, uh, we thank you for the opportunity to uh, do this podcast and for the opportunity to talk to our friends on the other side. Uh, we ask you... Uh, for you to lead us and give us the words and the understanding and the wisdom to be a blessing to the people that listens to this. And and once again, Father, thank you for the opportunity. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So I have spoken to Pastor Marcus from City Church about this question, and he said, this is a very good question. He said, I would like to hear uh, positions on this question. And uh, the question is, how do you find a balance between doing the work you need to do and letting go and letting God do the work he needs to do? 
the Bible says that uh, he, God is God of the impossible. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we laugh because uh, there's a show that used to be on TV that uh, if, if one of the guys on the show would, would say, uh, uh, and we do the possible, right? Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, God is God is a God of the impossible, and uh, I think that we have to draw the line when it comes to to uh, balance. That right there, where we realize that there's there are things that we cannot do, mm-hmm. and that uh, bring us to the point of of, of uh, humbleness. That's the word. Humility. humility yeah god take us to the point of humility when we realize that we don't have the strength the knowledge the power uh to change situations that we don't have the ability to to do things and uh we have to go to him mm-hmm. and uh, i believe that when you or me or anyone out there understand that uh, there are things that are far away from our hands. We can always go to the Lord and tell him, hey, God, I think, uh, you know, I, I think I have to tag you. You know, the, this this round, I'm going to lose it mm-hmm. by myself. I'm going to lose this one if I take it. So, uh, so we have to understand that, you know, that he's the God of, of the impossible. Mm-hmm. And we we don't have all the knowledge we don't have all the power we don't have all the presence you know there are things that belong only to god and he can do and he will do always better what's better for me and what's better for his glory Mm -hmm. so and when we understand that then we can walk a little bit more free uh and and not with a burden in our hearts because we already place whatever it is in, in the hands of the Lord. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, no, I mean, that's where my mind was going to. Um, the way I was going to word it was, well, you you do everything you can with a, a task or a work or a job. And then what you can't do, that is up to God. I, like the way you said it, he's the God of the impossible. Well, if he's the God of the impossible, then we have to be the people of the possible. Yeah. Uh, and by that, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and you're, is that's so good what you just said, because mm-hmm. that takes us to the to understand that there are some work that we do. Have oh, yeah. To do. Yeah. For example, um, to everyone, oh, most people listening to this are pretty young. So um, they're looking for a good job, a career and, you know, attaining the perfect job where you can uh serve in church and build a family and have some time to yourself and make some money to sustain yourself seems kind of impossible and that is up to god to you know provide you with that but you have to do the possible which is apply for them look for them Mm -hmm. uh you know work on yourself to so that when you apply for them you're a good candidate for that um and you know you know it it goes a lot with like like Moses right always comes to my head um one of my favorite bible characters god did the impo- impossible when he opened the red sea so that Moses and the people of Israel could cross but he asked Moses to do the possible which was keep going and lift up your your staff yeah walk until you can't 
Yeah. Then let me do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and God, God did the impossible. The people and Moses did the possible, and th- that's how it works. So, um, when we, I think about this question, you know, uh, ha- it always comes to mind of like, okay, well, have I done everything that I am able to? Um, and th- I, I'm not saying because this could also get people could get confused. Have I worked myself to death? Till I literally can't do anything. Have I ignored everything? No. Like when I say everything you're able to, I mean, have you done everything you're able to while not neglecting all your other responsibilities? Mm. Pastor Mauricio isn't just the pastor of La Tribu. He's also a father and a husband. So, um, pastor, uh, you have to balance your life in that way. You do everything you're able to for the church, but... Uh, and you've talked about this many times, you have other responsibilities that come first. Yeah. Because uh, the way you say it is, um, these are the first ministries God has given you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and uh, it's hard when you, when you start pastoring, you realize that it gets hard to please uh, God in the first place, then family, then church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, because that, that get easily uh, mixed up, mixed up, and mm-hmm. many, many times church becomes your f- priority. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, but you know, th- once again, you need you need to go back to the fact that there's there are things that you can do by yourself. You cannot do by yourself, and and you need to call God for help. Mm-hmm. And and I I was agreeing with you on these that there's uh, some things that we need to do. And uh, you know we have to walk up until the shore of the of the sea, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not. Oh God, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take a nap, <laughs> yeah. waiting for you to do. Yeah. Right. It's no. It's God. I'm gonna do everything I can, and until I cannot, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna rest in you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna serve you. I'm. You know. Uh, and. Uh, so ba- balance, as the question came, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't think balance comes with maturity when you realize that you don't have all the power when you don't have all the knowledge that you definitely depend on the on the power and on the grace of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was uh, looking for a verse right here uh, uh, for what you just said is uh, in Colossians 3, it says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than rather than for people. Mm. And that takes us to to uh, the realization that uh, God is expecting us to do the work. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, I'm a pastor. You are a pastor, too. You are uh, the youth pastor of La Tribu. And uh, we cannot expect uh, for the people to come to the to the feet of the Lord just doing uh, for example just doing the podcast mm-hmm. right there's right. more things to do we have to do willingly and uh knowing that god called us to reach people with the with the power of the gospel yeah and we have to work towards that and and uh up until we can't no more we prayed a lot about uh, uh about this specific topic right Gio? Mm-hmm. and we talk a lot about this because we want to reach more people we want more people to get to the presence of the Lord, and we we have 
we got to the point when we realized that we have preached to so many people and they are in another places too. Mm -hmm. They're serving at, at another churches. And uh, it gets hard for us who wants to see our, our pews, our seats fill up with people. But I'm happy because God never called us to fill up the pews uh, or the chairs of our church. He called us to fill up the seats uh, in heaven. Yeah. Now, we don't want people to come and, and uh, be part of La Tribu. Only we want them to know Jesus. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean that I have to stop working for the sake of the church. Mm -hmm. Because at the very end, we're doing this for the sake of the gospel of the kingdom. Yeah. So uh, uh, should uh, should I stop when things don't go my way? No. No, you took the example of Moses. Should I stop when I see the the, the Egyptians with their armies and their cars and their horses and, and and their weapons? No. No, just believe that whenever you get to the edge of the of the sea, to the shore of the sea, God's gonna do His part. Mm -hmm. And uh, once again. This requires a lot of maturity because we want to do everything by ourselves. Yeah. And that means that that uh, we tend to forget that God is the powerful one. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I think that. Uh, I definitely think that. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned a lot, you know, serving the church and working for the church. Um, what I was Where I was going earlier was I think a lot of time people think that is ministry and only that mm. and th this is so i think this is um where the the question might be coming from that um how do i balance uh doing the work and and what was it joshua balance doing the work and what and letting go and letting god do what he needs to do and letting go and letting god do what he needs to do i feel like you know people think the work right is at the church and then um a lot of the like i was saying before then people neglect their family they neglect their friends yeah. they neglect their household and um so you know god might be doing the work at the church because he's faithful and he's going to do his work everywhere and he might be doing his work everywhere else but now you're not doing your work everywhere else because you don't see it as ministry. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's yeah, and, a... and 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 you you said it. You know, our first ministry is family, mm -hmm. uh, and you're not a father. No, but I am, and uh, uh, you know, but uh, you you're a son. Yeah, and uh, you've seen your mom get invested. You've seen your mom uh, invest in you. Yeah, and and tell you about the Lord and. And my kids, they've seen me. They they grow up by my side, you know, being being their father, and uh, growing a church, serving, and and um, they know they know that uh, as a father, I have to minister to them first. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've I have talked to many many pastors out there, Gio, that, uh, that their kids are not serving with them because they they you know something broken. And the process and yeah. the walk and the path yeah and uh but uh i believe is that has a lot to do and i'm sorry if i heard someone with this comment 
but uh, I want to be honest, okay? Mm -hmm. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that uh, many pastors out there, they they gave everything to their churches Mm -hmm. and not to the first ministry that God gave them, which is the family. Yeah, Uh, that's interesting. So, you know, since you have this experience, uh, I don't, you know, I'm single, I'm childless, you're married and a father. With this question, you know, how did you know Hey, by, what, the, what, by, uh, by the way, you're how tall are you? I am six feet. All right, six feet, dark hair, uh-huh. uh, skinny, good-looking guy. Yeah, Just, yeah. For all the girls that are listening, he's single. Okay, had to do it. Um, <laughs> had to. Had to. <laughs> but, so, so as a as a husband and a father, um, how did you know what work was yours and what was up to God when it came to your marriage and your kids? Well. Um, all right, I'm gonna say this because Joshua's here. Joshua is producing, and, and he's the one that that um, uh, make the the question. All right, he yeah. asked the question at the beginning. But uh, um, some time ago, uh, we had a really really tough conversation, and I went to him and I, and I told him, Joshua, I love you. You are my son, and I'm gonna always love you. But I don't know if you're going to heaven. And and it was a really tough conversation to have because, you know, we we tend to think that um, relationship with God is uh, is uh, uh, is passed through generations without the work. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. in inheritance. Yeah, no, it's a relationship, personal relationship. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I told Joshua, hey Joshua, I already did my part. I teach you the word. I took you to church. I invest in you, but right now, what you're going through, what is happening in your life today, this has to be fixed just between God and you. Mm. If you don't let God take over, then you are lost. And I'm sorry, son, but when God come to to his presence, if God called me today, I don't know if I will ever see you again. Mm. And... You know, he was tough conversation. He, he was crying, and because because nobody wants to hear that, right? Yeah. But I realized that I got to the point where I I couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. I was I was at the edge of the shore. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do anymore, and I, and I went to the Lord and I told Him, God, I'm not you. Yeah. You know, so I have to let God be God, mm. and. Just observe, yeah. Watch him do what he does, mm-hmm. which is always good. Yeah, because you know, and and uh, I'm gonna read uh, Romans eight twenty eight. This is a very well known verse, mm. but it says, "And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose mm. for them." Yeah, and, and, and see, yeah, uh, so. When you let God be God, then He is gonna make everything work in your favor. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, everybody wants to stop the verse right there, yeah. and He says, "But this is for the ones that are walking in His purpose." Yeah, it's not just for the ones that recite this verse only. Yeah, because you know, a lot of people wants to take well, there's pieces actually, pieces of the word and put yeah. uh, place them. There's a Netflix show called Manifest, and they're always quoting this verse, and they're always saying, 
everything works for the good and that so they misquote uh god makes everything uh, they leave that out and they take out for his prayers and they just they just quote um all things work together for the good <laughs> and this is like no that's that's no. not what it's saying that's no, not, it's how not it what it's saying and 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 everything works together when you have your 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 faith your life mm-hmm. your your feelings mm-hmm. places place in the hands of the lord so balance for uh when where i were uh, what when i have the chance of the things and and when god comes I'm, i've been saying this from the beginning comes with maturity when you start when you are have a relationship with the lord yeah and because we tend to believe that we can yeah and we tend to believe that we are at the same level mm. than god mm. and we are not yeah we, we are he's creation but we are not the creator yeah and and we need to realize that that uh there's a point in every situation in our lives when we have to stop and look up and say okay god am i doing what you want me to do if not can you please interrupt me put your hand in the mist Mm. and and nobody wants to do that yeah Nobody wants to recognize that that's wrong. Yeah. And and that's what I, that's why I'm saying it needs you need a, a mature relationship with the Lord. Mm. So how about um from the perspective of like your marriage and uh you know just your your life with Sonia cuz you know uh, I, like I said a lot of young people listen to this and some of them are single and they're looking to date, some of them are dating and hopefully you guys are looking to get married and some of them are married but they're young and they don't know they're they're figuring things out how how did you learn to you know what was your work in your relationship with your wife and what was up to god how did you work that out well uh in my case I, I don't know if i could say it was a singular case but um my father was a pastor my father mm-hmm. uh went to be with the lord a, a few years back and uh so I was very invested in ministry. Mm. So when Sonia met me, I was already serving. Mm. So uh, when my mother saw that Sonia was uh, interested in me and I was interested in her, and we started this, uh, uh, you know, going out. Yeah. And my mom called Sonia and told her, you know, I want you to know who's Mauricio. Mauricio is a, f- it's young, devoted God, uh, a devoted guy. Uh, that loves God, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know I hope you're not coming to interrupt the relationship and the work He does for the Lord. Mm. Wow! And uh, uh, Sonia understood that, and and uh, she jumped uh, into this uh, movement. Yeah. That uh, and then uh, to the rhythm I was living my life serving the Lord. Yeah. And, um, you know, thank God, uh, she, um, she get into it, she got into it and, and, uh, uh, you know, we've been able to uh, grow in the Lord together mm-hmm. and we made many mistakes on the, uh, on the path, on the way. Okay. So what you're saying is that when you let go and God do his part, everything doesn't go perfectly for you. Uh, no, 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 no. When you let God, everything goes perfectly uh, mm-hmm. for you. Okay. But when you forget that 
it's not you, it's God. Yeah. And you put your hand where your hand went where God hands yeah. was supposed to be. Yeah. Everything start going sideways. Sideways. Oh, okay. So you got you guys uh butted in a little a few times. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because you know we are human. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I hope that huh, the people that does not know me or or more my wife, you know, we are by far we are not perfect you know we have so many flaws and but we try every day mm, yeah and and we we have let god be god in as many areas as we can in our lives yeah uh and and you know uh once again you know uh even in our character in our personality mm-hmm you know, uh, we we have to let God be God because because sometimes, you know, we preach the gospel, we don't live the gospel, or we we do not reflect the gospel. Mm-hmm. So uh, even in, in those details, we have to let God be God. Yeah. And and once again, you know, everything will will work together for those who are called according to His purpose. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. And and you, me, and, you and anybody else out there. Uh, can come and, and test God on that, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love to hear that perspective because, again, you know, um, you know, I come from a broken household. I didn't see uh, a lot of that. Um, I don't have kids, so I don't have any idea about what that. So um, I love that, especially because I know there's younger people listening that need to hear, hey, you know, uh, me and my wife, you know, we, we got married young, but we love the Lord. And we let go and it all worked out great. And for parents, because I'm sure parents listen to to this too, to hear, hey, you know, this is what I did. I I, I taught them the gospel. I held them to this standard. I brought them to church. I uh, pushed them to serve. And in the end, you know, that. I still had to let them develop their own personal. So I I think that's really helpful. And up until uh, today, you know, uh, you are uh, one of my kids' best friend too. Yeah. And uh, you've been in in my life, you know, since you were eight. Mm -hmm. And you are 25 right now? Yes. 25. So, you uh, you know. I'm old. Yeah, you are part of my life. You've been part of my life for a long time. Yeah. And. And uh, you you've been able to see how I live, how I so and and I love that because Joshua, who's my son, is here, so he can call me out right now because he has a microphone too. You have a microphone too, and you can tell the the people listening to the audience, hey, you know what? I don't believe what we're saying is true mm. because I I've seen you, mm-hmm. and and I'm glad that you you know you can say I love what you're saying, yeah, because I've seen you, yeah. You know, and and it's a hard deal. It's not easy to uh, to leave um, to a to a standard mm-hmm. for the glory of God. Yeah. N- no, it's not easy. Yeah. It gets bumpy. Yeah. And I'm sure, like letting go, because you know, it, I I don't. Again, I've never felt this because I I haven't been I haven't gotten there yet. But I'm sure there's. It's hard to let go of things in your relationship with your wife, for example, because to you, it's that you say, this is my marriage. I want to do what I, or yeah. with your kids. These are my kids. I want to do what I think is right. And letting go and letting God take over must be a, a difficult thing. And that's why you need to mature in your relationship with the Lord. Because the Bible says that your kids are an 
an inheritance from the Lord. Ooh. Yeah. And and wow. you you I mean uh, so you know I love them but they are there uh, are not a gift. Mm -hmm. uh, they are alone. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And you have to honor that. Mm. So have you uh, you know uh, when you use your credit card <laughs> you have to pay it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't then you have consequences. Yeah. Well uh, you got to love them, you got to teach them, you got to raise them, you got to show them the Lord uh, because that's 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 the ministry. Yeah. You know and so once again there's a point even in the, the relationship with your wife with your girlfriend with your kids with your friends with your boss when you have to let god be god yeah uh, i remember you were working at another company a little bit more than a year ago yeah and and you were i don't i mean this is an easy job you know i'm uh, i'm single so the money is enough for me mm -hmm. and 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 you were I'm not gonna use the word happy, but you were conform. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but then you started praying, and, and you started praying for a job that gives you more time to serve the Lord. Yeah, and because you wanted to be more invested, and 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 I was praying for that too. And I don't know where this door opened, and it was five minutes away from your house. Yeah, well, and, and it's five minutes away from church. Yeah, well, that's actually um what I was gonna bring up because you know. I, a perspective I do have is um, in a job, right? So yeah. for everyone listening, my the job I want to become, you know, full time for me is full time ministry. I would like to dedicate yeah. all of my time towards ministry. And we um, do and we do we do the work. Yeah, we yeah. do the work because we want God to do the impossible. But up until now, we are doing the possible. We still we, we almost there at the shore. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. When, with that desire, there's times where you just want, I just kind of want to uh, jump the shark and quit my job and be like, okay, well, I'll figure it out then. But um, that's irresponsible, right? That's yeah. not, yeah. that's, uh, that's putting, that's not having any possible for me to do and just putting all the impossible possible on God and expecting him to do everything. Yeah. Whereas, no, I gotta, I gotta do the work, right? So, um, like you said, I was at another job before uh, before the one I'm at right now. Before that, I was working part-time at a golf course. And um, I remember that I was gra just graduated college and I was praying to God. And I said, God, I, I want uh, a job that in my in my field. I graduated in uh, computer science. So I was praying for that and, you know, hoping for it. Applying everywhere in Gainesville and surrounding areas. Kept getting uh, denied. But yeah, I, I was for, doing the for, the for the ones that are not from here. Gainesville is the city we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, so that was my part. I uh, first of all, I had to go to school, do the work, do the studying to earn that degree. Yeah. And then after that, I had to search. You know, yeah. show up to interviews, um, research the company to you know know what I was walking into. Until finally, you know, I got the I got this job at an electronics recycling uh, facility. I was um, testing computers, fixing some, uh, seeing, you know, what was worth more and all that. And I worked there for, for a year. And, you know, like you said, it was easy. It was good. But it was it was a, a good bit away. You know, I was leaving there at four at four o'clock and getting home at like six. 
Yeah. So I every Wednesday I was rushing to church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no food, no no anything. Just getting here. No preparation before service. You know, for anything. Yeah. Just showing up last minute in time to to teach. But and and let's go back to the point. You know, uh, it was not about job. No, it wasn't. No, but no. It, but it wasn't what you needed in order to uh, work for the Lord the way the Romans eight says. Yeah. So I started praying, right? Yeah. And uh, and again, you know, but I kept doing the work. What does that mean? At the job that God had already provided me with, I had to be. I have to I had to do it with excellence. Yeah. I had to be a good uh, ambassador at that job because that that's the that's the thing a lot of people. Um, what I want everyone to understand, everything, even your job, your secular job, is a ministry. Yeah. Because you should be ministering at that job with your um, the quality of your work, the quality of your character, your relationships. That should be a ministry winning people over in and of itself. My, my old boss from that job, actually still uh text me on holidays to yeah. tell me happy you know happy holidays and he knew that you know i was a, a youth pastor that i was a christian uh one time for a youth event he paid for like uh four youths to be able to go to yeah. it so uh, you know and that that was ministry right there yeah that was definitely. god using me right there that was god definitely. doing impossible things because i was doing the possible yeah um eventually god opened a door and i got this new job five minutes away from my house and, you know, it's not, again, it's not what my heart desired, but what my heart desires. But it's the next step to get to the shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is going gonna, is gonna to open the sea. Exactly. The, yeah. What my heart desires is in God's hands. And for the time being, I have to work with what God's already given me. Yeah. And, you know, keep, you know, keep praying. That That's another thing, right? Um, Keep praying. That That's part of what you need to do that's part of your work you pray you're faithful in your prayers you you grow um wherever god has you at when it comes to work right because that's what i'm talking about um be faithful in it be uh i heard this once that christians should be the best employees wherever they're at yes and they should be known as that so wherever you're at be the best at whatever it is you're doing because you should be doing it for the, what that verse said. Do it as if you're working for Christ. Yeah. As if you're working for God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, wh when it comes to to jobs and work and careers, the, the possible is up to you. Mm -hmm. Good quality work, a good reputation, good relationships, a good uh, testimony everywhere you've been. That is up to you. But the the job you want the the career you dream of you know that thing that seems impossible for you to reach that is in god's hands and he will open doors or uh and he'll bring people into your life that will eventually get you there with the the caveat right if it's according to his purpose because that that's what we we tend to forget a lot of the times we think we read um like you said we read uh, God works everything for the good of those who love him. And then we're, we're happy with that. Like, oh, I love God, so I get whatever I want. No. Those who are called according to his purpose. Yeah. What if what you, I want isn't according to his purpose? And that, that's a thought, right? You know, what if 
God wants me to be bivocational my whole life. Well, okay, glory to God. Yeah. Glory to God that he gives me the strength to work a secular job for eight hours and then come and do ministry mm -hmm. for more hours. Yes. Yes. Uh, I want to I want to add one more verse to, to these. And it says, uh, Matthew 6, 26, it says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in the in barns uh, for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Me and Joshua are laughing because Joshua uh, misquoted this verse so bad one time. <laughs> He's, he was trying to quote it and he goes, look at the birds and the flowers. Don't they eat? Look at their clothes. No. What was it? No, I said, I, I was talking to people and I was like, come on, people. Look at the birds. Um, uh, uh, Jesus, uh, feed them. <laughs> well, and he, con he continues talking in verse 27. He said, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at, look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. Hmm. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and throw into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And, and that takes me to this, you know. Hmm. We have to understand that he is the God of the impossible. He yeah. will take care of the things that we cannot. Yeah. And he will take care of the things that we can too. Hmm. Yeah. Because that's the God we serve. Yeah. So, um, if I can finish this idea with this thought, you know, uh, where's the, um, what was the question? The, the, the balance. Mm -hmm. Where's the balance? Well, here's the balance. We depend on the Lord on everything. Mm. Yeah. So, the more we realize that, the more we will serve yeah. accordingly. Yeah. And the more we will understand that there's a point in our lives when we have to let him be God. Hmm. So that's uh, that's what I can say about this question, which was a very good question, by the way. Oh, yeah, Enjoyed really it. good. Um, I would like to finish off with one more idea. And, you know, how do you know how to balance? And I, I think, you know, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in grieving pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So how do you know what the balance is? Well, if you're following God, you don't have to stress about it because he's leading you and he will yeah. always lead you in a perfect balance. When he, when he said, he'll tell you when it's time to lie down in the green pastures. He'll tell you when it's time to, uh, go over to drink of the, the still waters. He'll tell you when it's time to walk through the valley of shadow and death. He'll tell you when it's time to start, when it's time to focus on church stuff, when it's time to focus on ecclesiastes 3 on family yeah everything a... has its own time yeah and and uh you know uh, i agree with you Gio. we uh, 
when when we realize that he's the one in control everything gets so much easier yeah for everyone <laughs> yeah so i i hope i hope that uh the the question if we could call it a question is was answered and i hope that uh, all our friends out there um enjoy this conversation because we did right you that is right well guys thank you guys for listening uh everyone let's hope that let's hope that a miracle is done tomorrow in mexico somehow passes if not i mean you know i i even if they pass they're probably going to get knocked out in the next round so here's what we should really be hoping for let's hope messi finally gets his world cup trophy come on guys <laughs> um But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Hey, if you guys like this podcast, give us a like, rate us five stars. If you think someone in your life needs to hear this, send it to them right now. Share it with them. If you think someone doesn't need this, send it to them anyways. You know, it's always good to receive more. <laughs> yeah, let God be God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, again, thanks, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Um If you're ever in Gainesville, Georgia, come yes, visit us. Yes, if you are in the vicinity, please come. We are in 1210 West West Reach Road, Gainesville, Georgia, 30501. That is right. And unless Joshua has something else to say, thank y'all for listening for the third time. And um, remember, just follow God and he works everything for your good. Amen. Thank you. We love y'all.